Good morning and welcome to Wednesday morning, October the 25th in 2023 on When I Rise. Today we continue year A, proper week 25, which is the 22nd Sunday after Pentecost. And on the Wednesday of the week, we like to pick up one of the extra passages that float around in this week of the Revised Common Lectionary and this week of the church's calendar year. And so I'm going to pick the psalm again. It's one that we've covered before at least a couple of times, but it's worth covering again. Psalm chapter 1. So let me read that passage, provide a couple points for reflection, and then we'll spend our time praying along the theme that we find there. Thanks for making us part of your morning on When I Rise. Let's allow our souls to rise and meet God together in a time of prayer. Psalm 1. Blessed is the one who does not walk in step with the wicked, or stand in the way that sinners take, or sit in the company of mockers, but whose delight is in the law of the Lord, and who meditates on his law day and night. That person is like a tree planted by streams of water, which yields its fruit in season, and whose leaf does not wither, whatever they do prospers. Not so the wicked. They are like chaff that the wind blows away. Therefore the wicked will not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the assembly of the righteous. For the Lord watches over the way of the righteous, but the way of the wicked leads to destruction. This is the word of God for us. So a couple of things to say about Psalm 1. Obviously, it, it needed to be selected to be the right one to start the whole of the book of Psalms. And we're surprised because it's not really a praise song. Like it doesn't cause the congregation to rejoice. It actually is, it seems like more of an introduction to prepare the reader. that They're not just going to sing songs, but they're going to be instructed within the pages of the Psalms. And so that's why it sits at the very beginning. And um, people really enjoy uh, Psalm 1. Scholars suggest that it's got the appropriate tone. Um, it, it does draw the reader to want to study the scriptures. Um, it does want them to reflect on the law of God. But there's other genres. There's other books in the Old Testament that talk about the instruction of God and the law. Think about uh, the middle of Jeremiah. You think about um, the end of Deuteronomy. And uh, where Jeremiah is more tragic in tone and where Deuteronomy is more like law oriented, I feel like the pep talk that we receive in Psalm 1 is like the, the pep talk from a trusted advisor. Maybe it's a grandparent or a parent or a teacher that we're quite fond of or um, somebody in our lives who has been there for us and they've watched us grow up and they've maybe helped steer us away from a couple of tragedies. And uh, they're meeting with us once more and they're just saying, hey, like it's, it's time to get get your things together and, and to get to buckle down because there's a couple pathways up ahead and one will lead to destruction and one will lead to more of an abundant light, a, fru- a fruitful life. And uh, I think that's why it's here. And I think this is a suitable psalm for religion. I mean, people come to religion because at some level, don't we just feel like we've lost our way? We'd like to find our way. I don't think people pick religion for any other legitimate reason. I think people do use religion for other regards to, I don't know, control people or to, I don't know, I feel like you have some, um, you know, mind-blowing thing to give your life to. I mean, all those things, you know, there's some, some other like lower level reasons why people choose religion. But in my 20 years of ministry, I think what it boils down to is that we keep on showing up because we know 
that uh, we've lost our way. Like we're in a, you know, a dense forest and we know there's a path somewhere. We just got to be led back there. And so that's what I love about the tenor of Psalm 1. It talks about coming back to the path and walking it and being faithful and righteous and good and true, just like the God whom we're seeking and we so admire is. That's what uh, really religion was all about in the Old Testament. I remember um, there's a great uh, New Testament scholar that I listened to, and uh, he, he he drilled down on what exactly the law was for, uh, for the people of God. I think sometimes when we think of law, we think of law courts, we think very judicial, we think of like a department of justice, you know, that's constantly pouring over the law and trying to straighten out anyone who's outside of it. Uh, but in their mind, they, they felt like it was a, and this is what the Psalms will say at some point down the road, which is like a, a light unto the path. And uh, to be unrighteous is not to be doomed uh, to damnation forever, but to be unrighteous is to say, at least on the surface, it's a very therapeutic way. You've lost your way, bro. Like you've got to find your way back. There's a better way to live than this. And I think that's the ache that nearly every carbon-based being that you and I share life with is wrestling with deep within. Maybe it's relational, uh, maybe it's financial, uh, maybe it's like we simply lack purpose. We feel like we have an aimless future because we haven't been able to buckle down and and put together a calling and a a vocation that we can uh, really be excited about. Um, Or maybe we're raising kids and they're in a new phase and we're completely lost and we're trying our best, but something is not working. And so we just like, we, you know, we get to the phone and we say, can anybody like pick up on the other line and help me out here? And I think that's where religion comes in and says, there is an ancient path. There is a tried and true way. And it's time for us to find the way of righteousness once more. And so Psalm 1 gives us warnings, but it also gives us promises. I mean, don't you love uh, this, this promise right in the middle of the psalm? It says, that person is like a tree planted by streams of water, which yields its fruit in season and whose leaf does not wither, whatever they do prospers. It's like, like, I don't think of that. I think of peace. Like, I don't have to worry about tomorrow. Like, there's going to be nourishment for tomorrow. Therefore, I can live today in the, with, with being present and uh, being faithful with my mind on. I don't have to be distracted looking ahead to what worries might be down the road. But I just know that there's great care from the God who I put my trust in. And so this is a psalm of trust. This is a psalm of instruction. And it's ultimately a, a lamppost saying, Hey, brother, if you could see the light, find your way. Sister, find your way back to the path. This is the road that you're looking for. So with those things in mind, let's spend some time praying to our God this morning. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, we thank you that you're the gracious and compassionate God. You're always seeking us. You're always restoring us and healing us. So we thank you for all those stories from our past. We knew that you drew near to us, you instructed us, and you led us back to the well-lit path of righteousness. God, all of us confess that there, we are wandering in some way. There's rogue parts of us that, that are not yet practically under the reign of God. So we think of that even before we got all that together, you've called us your kids. And so as we approach you as Father this morning, we just simply pray that uh, you would take our lives that are, are yet to be transformed, those pieces which uh, have yet yielded to you, and that you would, with your cords of kindness, Would you draw us to repentance? And I pray that we might take great delight in choosing a new way and changing our minds. And so God, this day, we we thank you for the gifted teachers and guys who've been helping us along the way. We thank you for the church, which administers the sacraments and the good words and the songs and prayers that help us to 
keep um, our path and our keeping up in, in step with the Spirit. And so this day, may you activate the church to be our guide, and would you activate us to be a guide for others, so that in all things our life might be spent towards the righteousness of God. So we thank you, Lord, for the plan and for the story of you redeeming the world and mending the whole universe. Allow us to be part of the outworking of the next chapter. We ask all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you.